0: Boundaries seem to be one of those topics that we hold a profound amount of collective confusion around. We might wonder things like, how do I know I need to set a boundary? When do I set the boundary? What does a boundary sound like, or look like, or feel like? Boundaries can feel incredibly foreign to some of us, while for others it seems to be something that they were just born with knowing how to do and they may even struggle with being too boundaried and not letting people in. Today, we're going to focus on those of you who struggle with boundaries. For most of my life, this was a really big issue, but I had no idea. I didn't know that it was boundaries that were my problem. I was very good at honoring other people's boundaries, but I had absolutely no idea how or when or why to set them for myself. I could never understand why some people seem to set boundaries so easily, while I really struggled to figure them out conceptually and practically. And then, a few years ago, I took a life-changing course called Activate Your Inner Jaguar with Kimberly Johnson, and everything changed. It was the first time that I understood what a boundary actually was, where it comes from, the nervous system components, how to embody the energy of setting a boundary, and how to set a boundary that isn't necessarily aggressive or overly gentle. Now, those of us who struggle with boundaries were often raised by people who struggled with boundaries. It was either that they didn't set any at all and were very codependent, or maybe that when they did, it was explosive. Maybe it was scary. Maybe it was angry. What a lot of us have gotten in the pattern of is we don't say anything. We just endure it. We just hold on a little longer. We wait and we hope for the thing that we don't like to stop. And then finally we get to a point where we absolutely cannot take it anymore and we unleash. We can't hold back the tsunami anymore and it just explodes that doesn't feel good for, for us or for anybody involved. The more that we can get comfortable with setting boundaries, the less those incidents will happen. The sooner we say something, the cleaner it all actually is. Now, I can't share all of the nervous system information about boundaries that I want to share with you. I did talk about it a little bit in a recent episode called The Wound is Where the Light Enters. I break down different trauma and threat responses and nervous system tendencies. Wherever you fall with boundaries, either feeling like they're second nature for you or you've really struggled to figure them out so far, you will recognize yourself in that episode and have a better understanding of the nervous system components. I also highly recommend taking Kimberly's course, Activate Your Inner Jaguar. She also has an incredible book out. It is the best book that I have read on the nervous system, better than Body Keeps the Score, better than Waking the Tiger or any of the other books that I've personally read. It is called Call of the Wild, how we heal trauma, awaken our power and use it for good. Highly recommend for every human being nervous system details aside, I am going to share with you the recipe for setting a strong and complete boundary. So let's say that you have a boundary that you need to set with someone in your life. You've mustered up the courage. You found that place where you know, okay, I got to say something. You approach the person and the very first thing you do, this is step one, is you give them context. We want to start by telling the person that we're setting a boundary with what it is that we want to talk to them about or where it's coming from. This can be re-presencing them to something that happened, like, hey, remember the other day when we were driving and talking about that thing? Well, I didn't say anything at the time, but I just want to share how I experienced it and how it felt for me. You can use phrasing like, when this happened, I felt this way. We want to share from our personal perspective and we want to be as vulnerable as we can, as vulnerable as we want to. Anytime we come from the heart, we are likely going to get farther than we would if we stayed closed off. And we only want to reveal our heart to those that we know can hold it, right? You don't have to tell a stranger or someone who has really deeply hurt you how much it hurt they have not necessarily earned the right to hear that information so feel into the level of vulnerability that feels right in what you're sharing it can be especially helpful if the person that you're setting a boundary with tends to take things personally you know maybe it brings up rejection or abandonment wounds for them or if you're just not sure how they're going to respond we can open up by saying something like hey I'm sharing this with you because I love you, I care about you, and I really want to continue our relationship. Start with a little bit of context, ease them in a little bit. I love the phrase, drop pebbles, not bombs. (laughs) So step one is give context with as much vulnerability as you feel comfortable with. The next step to setting a boundary is to request an action. Usually a boundary is something that we want someone to stop doing, never do again, or it might be something that we need from someone. In any of these instances, we're essentially requesting an action from them. It could be as small as like, hey honey, when I ask you to massage my shoulders, will you only touch my shoulders and ask before moving to my arms or my neck? That would mean a lot to me or that's really important to me. Or it can be something like, when you talk about my appearance, it hurts my feelings and it's not okay with me. I need you to keep your thoughts about my appearance to yourself. So number two, request an action. The final step is to share a natural consequence. This is what will happen if they cannot honor your boundary. Now, whatever that is, is up to you. It might be that you don't wanna ask them for massages anymore. It might mean that you won't go to dinner at your parents' house as often. It might even result in ending the relationship. The point of giving a natural consequence is not to punish them. It's just to let them know where the line is for you. Now, you may have a relationship with someone where you don't even need to do this step. They're so respectful of your boundaries. They're emotionally intelligent. They're respectful. They care about you. You just say... Hey, can you just touch my shoulders and not go anywhere else? (laughs) And they're gonna say, okay, sure, honey, thanks for letting me know. But for someone else, and I find this often applies to parents, they may not take you seriously until you share the consequences. Sometimes they might hear your boundary as just an idea or a preference rather than like, I need this from you, this is important. Step one, give context. Step two, request an action. And step three, communicate the potential consequence. This journey of learning how to set boundaries, it can take time. When we avoid standing up for ourselves, telling someone what we want or what we need, it is because we are afraid of losing safety or connection. I really encourage you to give yourself grace and patience as you step forth into setting strong boundaries for yourself. Setting them sooner and maintaining those boundaries even when people try to push past them. It can really take some time and practice to feel like you have boundaries quote unquote figured out. And remember that the sooner we can communicate a boundary, the less we have to think about how it sounds or how it may be received. Remember that when it comes to nervous system work, there can be a lot to unravel, to get to know, to get comfortable with, and it can take time. So please be patient and compassionate, radically compassionate with yourself for where you are how far you've come and trust how far you'll go. You just have to find 20 seconds of courage. That's all it takes. 20 seconds of courage. Summon that bravery within you to do the three steps. To give context, request an action and if needed, share a natural consequence. That's it. And the conversation will move from there. But that's how you start. And the more that you do it, the more it will start to feel less charged and really empowering. That's one of the things that we often don't expect when we start to stand up for ourselves more, speak up for ourselves more, stand up to injustice. Anything that requires a little more kind of fight, bold, courageous superhero energy, it's an incredibly empowering, enlivening place to be. So if you've been living in the I am devoted to gentleness space, which is where I come from as well, you might find a whole new superpower wrapped up in what happens when you just say what's on your mind, speak up about what's not right, and demand to be treated how you deserve. We will end with a quote from Dr. Jaya John. Your boundary need not always be an angry electric fence that shocks those who touch it. It can be a consistent light around you that announces, I will be treated sacredly. Thank you for listening and spending this time with me. If this impacted you in some way, please share this episode, whether that's on social media or sending it to someone you thought about while listening. I would love to connect with you on Instagram or TikTok, and my handle for both of those is at Karina.davy. If you'd like to connect more intimately, you can join me in the Higher Self Sanctuary, a virtual village where I lead weekly meditations, workshops, women's circles, community gatherings, and more alongside my partner, the incredible master coach, Jacob Metzger. To check out the sanctuary, you can go to www.hireself.earth. It's also linked in the show notes. And if you'd like to work with me one-on-one, you can book a session at karinadavy.com. You'll also find information there about courses, in-person retreats, and other offerings. If you're enjoying this podcast, leave a review so that we can reach more of the people who are looking for this space. I'll see you tomorrow. Have a beautiful day.